What's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business, where we cover everything in automotive logistics and transportation news. We got a cool show today. Um, actually, we're going to do a show with a... Well, he is a broker, and he's talking about don't start your own brokerage. Now, this is this is a tough place to be in that maybe you're... Let's say you're a car hauler. You just got in. You're like, wow, you know what? I wouldn't do this. How do I tell other people not to do this? without you know you're still in the business but you you want to warn others this is a tough place to be so this is going to be a great show um let's go ahead and jump into the waiver oh before we do that i wonder what sue's up to let's see if we get sue in here sue can you see me and hear me okay i can jay how are you doing oh good good well very good i uh you know has it been a week two weeks it's been two Two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, so we're back. So thanks yes, everybody we're for back. jumping in the live chat. We're back <laughs> and we're back. Um, and we have another disclaimer. I'm so sorry about that. Please be aware the views and analysis provided on Dispatching Live relate to the auto transport industry as a whole and may not relate directly to ATI Auto Business, Auto Transport Intel, any affiliates, advertisers, or audience members. All viewers and participants of this content expressly waive any rights. During this live program, whether in voice, chat, comment, video, or audio, and have been advised and encouraged not to say or express any opinions that may relate directly to ATI Auto Business, Auto Transport, Intel, any affiliates, advertisers, audience members, or any other company or individual, and should not feel like they have the right to do so. And, you know, what I, I was thinking last night, I'm like, man, do I get rid of the waiver? And I started thinking, you know, I think I still no. kind I think I kind of <laughs> need it. Um, uh-huh. But I, I feel like you know what I think it's I think things are softening again. Um, we haven't had any truly crazy live chat comments. Now don't get any ideas. But I think that I think things have calmed down a little bit, and um, and I and I think we can prove that. I just want to say if you're feeling a bit queasy, it's okay. It's the dispatching live effect. That's what truth feels like. Okay. Um. We are your auto transport media since 2017. Thank you so much. And we cover the full ecosystem, new, used, auctions, dealers, shippers, services, brokers. So, so don't feel like you're... Uh... Oh. Sorry, Doug. Yeah, that does. You know what? All kinds. Not just their traditional kind, but every kind sucks. So how about that? Because there are many different forms. Although the traditional one is, is definitely the worst. So, thanks for tuning in, Doug. I'm glad we can be here for you. Uh, a little bit of levity in the day. Levity in education. That's what we do. Um, and we're the neutral zone. We really are. I don't, you know, I don't care what your overly favorable coverage looks like. Um, we want to be friends, but we have news to share. Fight! Um... But I want to say, and I, I love when I get a, you know, we get some really good comments. We get some terrible comments, too. And we share them all. But I just want to say that this this video that I made where I was walking down the street talking on the phone about a broker that played a trick, um, I love it. It's one of my favorite videos for people to to comment on and 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 feel a kinship to. Because when you get lied to over the phone or or your email, when your phone gets lied to or your email gets lied to, but for some, somehow it's not face-to-face -face or voice-to-voice, -voice, it's especially irritating, especially when your business is on the line, right? 
No? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, you... I had it on mute, and I didn't realize oh, I was okay. talking, oh. and you couldn't hear me. Do you, has that, when's the last time that happened to you? When's the last time your voicemail or email got lied to? Um, okay, well, should we say every day? Is it every day? I get crap all day long. <laughs> that is not true and stuff, so yeah. I mean, I get, I was talking to somebody and I had 900 emails when I walked in the other day and I was like, Jesus, 900 emails. Well, you know what it is, is because I have all these different companies I dispatch for. So I get an email for every single company. So like if they send me a load list, I get a load list for every single company I dispatch for. And that includes all my outside. Oh yeah, too, all the, so. oh, the, all the email yeah. stuff, right? Oh yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think that's just fantastic. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I know. Um, I encourage everybody to check out past shows. I love some of the content. Man, this I, I'll tell you what. Just yesterday, I was listening to parts of this show again. That was an awesome show. Renee did an amazing yes, job she did. covering different... And then we had great conversations. So great. I know that's, you know... Um, tracking car haulers with Skip Cavanaugh. That was... A week ago from Tuesday, that was really interesting. Pretty controversial stuff in that show. And because, you know, what, what car hauler wants to be tracked? Oh, me. Me. I No. Nobody says that. And just want to mention, Tuesday night, we had OEM Car Haulers Part 2. If you want to learn more about what OEM car haulers are thinking about talking about, great stuff. So I just wanted to point that out. So let's go to Show Me the Truck. Now, we have, we have some truck show stuff uh you sent this in yes i did what is so what are we looking at here this is good looking at this is the load of the week is what load i was i think week? that i was sending wow. to you for look at that thing that's danny how much three, how much space you got between those trucks not Couple much <laughs> it's squeaky <laughs> it's pretty squeaky <laughs> we took those down to midland i believe is where we took them from out of oklahoma city um, send, send us your trucks, uh, your loads, whatever you got, send it into autotransportintel at gmail.com. You can send in the news and depends on what kind of news it is. We'll share it on a Tuesday or a Thursday. And I think we got a second shot here. Yeah, there we go. Oh, there we go. Now you can really see that you could fit a slice of cheese right there in between those bumpers. Maybe a slice of cheese. Yeah, Danny was really surprised we got him on, but yeah, <laughs> it was pretty squeaky. <laughs> and are those technically? Is that an extended cab? Is that that a, one's uh, bigger than the other? Yeah, like the two on the very end. One looks like it's a long bed, and or well, I don't know. The two on the very end look bigger. The one in the middle is the only reason yeah. why we were able to make it fit. Yeah. So one was a Dodge, and I think the other two, we have a root. Uh, combination that we can fit now so this was kind of our practice to see yeah. if this would all fit wow. and it did so now we know <laughs> wow wow nice that's awesome love it um all right so you sent this in also okay all red enterprises llc wants mm -hmm. to sell the company two-year authority good standing got a 2021 4500 ram with a 95 gallon auxiliary tank 34K Hitchcrafter, fifth wheel, airlifter, 5,000 airbags with controller. Truck is 18,700 and miles. Asking for 46 grand on the truck. The trailer's a 2020 
50-foot Kaufman three-car wedge with 10-foot aluminum ramps asking eight grand for the trailer. Let's take a look at some pictures. Oh, yeah, that's pretty nice. Looks pretty beefy. And yet, right, compact. Good condition. Yeah, nice-looking truck. Yeah, that is a nice-looking truck. Here's from the other side. Oh, so it's, is it currently in Alabama then, I guess? Yeah, that's where he's from. Mm-hmm. Grand okay. Bay, Alabama, so kind of by Mobile area, if that helps anybody. All Red Enterprises. Yep. <clears throat> and he wants to sell the whole thing, like his MC authority, the whole work. So if somebody's hmm. interested to get a hold of him, it'd be a good deal. Do you want to put his info, do you have his info handy? Um, like, a, yeah. I don't know, or just I contact you, that. however you want to do it. No, we can have him call. Um, let me find it here. Hold on. If it's an email address, number. I have to share it. But... It is a phone number. You ready? Okay. Yeah, ready. Go ahead. It's um, His name is Steven. It's 601-303-5799. And um, also, Constantine is going to be sending you something, too. He's got his oh, cool. um, Infinity for sale, and he's just completely redone it. And it's a sweet deal. If anybody wants a good-ass trailer, it's going to be that one. I'm telling him to send you the pictures right now. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I totally wanted to show hey, it on the show. And this applies to anybody. I mean, live or on demand. You want to share company info, got something for sale, send it into autotransportintel at gmail.com. We'll Just not it. hay bales. Oh, we don't want a hay bale. <laughs> I thought you wanted some concrete slabs coming up in the news. That or my pinball machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you love pinball machines. I think I thought it was ice machines. I thought you were more of an no, ice machine No, it was machine a pinball gal. machine. Oh, no. pinball machines. <laughs> remember, it was a pinball machine. And then remember the guy that sent me the Corvette end of it with the TV in it? Oh, yeah. That was a legit load. <laughs> but I couldn't move it. I was just like, not going to happen. Send it freight. <laughs> All right. Let's do some memos. All right. Oh, by the way, before we go into the memos, let's go into the live chat. I think I missed. Uh, I just want to say hello. Uh, Sue is in okay. here, of course, and Douglas is here. Super Dispatch is here. Uh, John Larrick is here. What's up, John? John was on the show Tuesday night with OEM Car Haulers. Elena is here. What's up, Elena? Thanks for saying hello. And Donior Yafarkulov. Hey, I'm glad to join this amazing lesson. God bless you. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. And God bless you, too. Really do appreciate it. I mean, and we need all the help we can get. That's why we're here. You know, I know sometimes people can't tell if I'm joking or not or whatever, you know. Um, yeah. But I really do. We appreciate the community. Um, we're trying to share important information. And this is actually, this is an important show talking about, you know, don't start a freight brokerage. And if you do, watch this first. That's kind of this show. And it's going to be interesting. We have a, we have a guest and everything. Uh, you just sent this in. What is going on here? Attention carriers. I uh, Apparently, yes. If you're wanting loads, I just got that at like 1030. And apparently, they're not able to send them over to Central. So look on their load boards if you're you, looking for something. Do you think don't that? just go to Central. Is it, do you think it's just a glitch or something? <laughs> Probably just a glitch. Just a glitch. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. So if you're looking for a service load, now. go. You got to go to their website because you may not see it on Central. So public True. service announcement, yeah. right? And there's, yeah, Shit. I'm not, I'm not adding anything to that. I'm literally just letting you know. And, and here's the thing: is how did you? What did you do? Get you got the email? 
Yeah, I just got the email about 10.30, and I sent it over to you as soon as I got it, so we could kind of tell everybody what was going on in case they were looking for loads and didn't see that the fact that the Assertus is not listing anything new, I guess, mm -hmm. so they could go to the website. Okay, so Steadfast hmm. is going to send that to me, or and then I'm going to send it to you. Awesome. And let me know, yeah, because I just checked my email. I don't see anything. I'll keep on going. Let me know. We don't want to miss it. Yeah. All right. As soon my as I get it, I'll forward it. And the, hey, how's the audio? The audio's is it good? Is it okay? Mike Chag. Sounds fine to me. I want to be a car hauling dispatcher. What do I have to do? Really, I want to. Would you teach me? How can I contact you? Okay. Well, I, I'm I'm detecting a sincere communication here. Really does want to be a dispatcher. What do you have to do? So I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give a sincere reply. Um, what I tell people to do is what you Come want to me. do. No, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first, and then I'm gonna let you let them have. Okay. 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 So well, no, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Me. That's, what, I mean. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, no, we're working. No, I, okay. well, yeah, but but I'm but first, I want to share my handy dandy car hauling dispatcher training series, which is it's free on YouTube, um, and I like it. You know, beginner. So here's one of three. You click on the beginner. Oh, let me give that a like. Go ahead and feel free to give me a like, copy, share, grab that YouTube link. So here comes Dispatcher Training Series, which is ironic because we're talking about Freight Broker Training Series. The difference is for Freight Broker Training Series, oftentimes you're going to pay several grand, and mine is free. So you can tell it's really high quality. Okay, so Dispatcher Training Series actually is pretty good. Go ahead and check that out. There's three parts. Okay, now that I shared that, Sue, what else does Donnie Orr need to know about dispatching? Well, I do hire people that work outside of my office um, as an outside dispatcher. So that also includes the training and everything else. But you work underneath me under my authority, etc. So I kind of have it set up almost like a franchise, shall we say. So you're your own business, but you work underneath me. I train you. I'm there with you, whatever you need kind of thing until you don't need me anymore. But usually everybody always needs me. So <laughs> I'm always helping everybody, and I have no problem with that. Anytime you need anything, call me, text me. And we do UMA is what we do, which is a form of Zoom. And so we do that pretty much every single day so that I can train you, answer questions, if you have a question, that kind of thing. So... That's, you know, kind of all of it wrapped up <laughs> for you. Okay, so I'm going to, and I'm going to add to that. And that okay. is this, is that what you just said made it sound so easy that anybody could go do it. And you were, and that's well, because you, it's you, not you, that well, easy. that's right. No, what I mean is, and I'm trying to help. <laughs> I'm trying to say is, is that you didn't add all the junky stuff you deal with in between. And that is right. that starting with, how do you find a carrier mm -hmm. to book loads for? It's so I find your carriers. That's right. right. This is yeah. why working with Sue is helpful. Also, yeah. you wouldn't believe how many times you go to book a load and you didn't realize that that was going to be a problem too. Right. And working right. with Sue and doing the training and the meetings. So what Sue is offering is, you know, uh, it's. I think it's good in that on-the-job training as a dispatcher, not having to, to grovel for a carrier, not mm -hmm. having to text and spam to find somebody to haul for, not knowing if they're just going to take your information and run off. Uh, these are the things that, well, there's really a lot to it. Yeah. Was that fair? 
yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, it's not easy, for oh, sure. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. I, mean, actually, I used to be dispatcher. <laughs> I, I started this things. channel because <laughs> I was a losing my mind dispatcher. Yeah. That's actually... Yeah. It happens. <laughs> um, and now I'm here to share information and, you know, we're going to talk about stuff. For example, here's something. Hey, did you get the memo on this? New expired ETA feature. You sent this in. Yeah, I uh, sent this in. Yeah, um, what are we doing? And they're here? doing that, just so you know. If okay. you do not mark this stuff, they're pulling it off of you. It happened to uh, one of Janice's carriers the other day. And now, don't get me wrong, we got it back. But if I hadn't caught that they had canceled it, she'd been out of load. So, and they're also doing something funky. You need to watch what they're doing. They've been switching dates on there, and it's really weird. It's not like the date is less than what you put on there. It's like a week later. And I don't know if that's the reason why they're doing it. Like we booked a load and we put on there, we were picking up one day, delivering the next day. We went back in the next day to market picked up or whatever. And it changed from the fifth to the ninth as delivery. And we didn't do that. So watch that stuff too. I don't know why it's happening that way. Um, Hey, Donnie, or I'm putting uh just side note, I'm putting Sue's information in here. What you want to do is um, stay Email. tuned to ATI. Go to ATI Auto Business on YouTube, subscribe, and watch every Thursday. And then if you're looking to join Sue's dispatching program, her information is in the live chat. But I don't dispatch anymore. I'm a full-time media guy, which is really what I was intended for, and that's why I do this. I also want to point out, hey, attention waiver, because we just we just talked about this, and this is important stuff, but we're speaking from our experience and what we see and hear. So, uh, note, load board, are people confused about what's going on? Because I'm going to guess that this technology company is not trying to confuse people, but you're saying somehow it is. Is that right? Yes. With switching dates? What kind switching of dates? It. Like I said, it went like, and it's the delivery date. It's not your, you know, pickup oh, date. Oh, no. They're it's switched. the delivery oh. date. And I don't know why they're doing it unless wow. it's because of well, this and the they're client. afraid it's going to be reassigned or something. Well, because well, the client, know. client, right? Okay. Because it's not legit. It's just they've wow. given us more time to deliver. Oh, like, oh it's that's not good. like it's backing it up. It's they're oh. literally going like, we're marking that we're going to say that we're delivering 9 5. We go back in there after we've to market picked up and it's changed to nine nine now and it's happened on several loads and okay. i don't know why. and you know what's interesting about that you'd think that being early is awesome but guess what sometimes it's not yeah. it's not all the time awesome so if you thought you were delivering on nine five it's been changed to nine nine and you show up on nine six guess what they some clients will say what are you doing here so it does matter yeah what yeah. day you said in both directions, which is really interesting. It, it's totally weird for a carrier to pull into a lot, <laughs> start unstrapping, and the, and the client's like, whoa, I'm not ready for this. It, and it happens. That's pretty weird. Um, yeah, I'm not sure unless it's because it started oh, happening when yeah. this started happening. So mm. that's the only thing I can come up with. But nobody's having a problem with this delivering early, just so everybody knows. It's not like that. I don't know if it's because of this thing and they're afraid that we're going to get kicked out of the system, like they're saying, and that's the reason why. I don't know. Haven't figured well, it out yet. Well, we're going to, and it's, oh, and it is interesting. Here, look at this. They do mention com, in compliant with their client's SLA for delivery. Right. Yeah. It's because, right. 
I just want to say this is that, and we will move on. Don't worry, we're not going to sit here all day and look at this. But um, I have, I have, I continue to maintain that the the description notes of the dates that are completely off of the date we're looking at it needs to get fixed. And if and if those dates, maybe they're on their way to progress. But I I, I want to know when it's fixed because I don't think it's fixed. And but it, apparently people are looking at it. Um, speaking of, I want to say this is I really appreciate um, Eric reaching out and providing uh, us with positive feedback again. We're, this is why I said I think we're I think we're back to where we were about nine months ago, maybe a year ago, in trying to work together rather than feeling like you know. <clears throat> um. Okay, I I have something to say about that. That's not what yeah. they sent to us. Well, and I tried to I tried to yeah. give a rating on this saying another company for that that we dismissed and will not let me do it. Okay, so all right, I'm glad you said that because we, but we're working, and so when Eric Eric when you see this, I want you to know Check that <laughs> we I I really do believe there's common ground that we can find. I think we've found some, and let's continue to find more. However, I think Sue has just said that she didn't see this on her screen. Is that right? Well, no. You only if you do it right then unless this is changed, when once you dismiss it, it asks you right then and there, are you sure you want to dismiss it blah blah blah. blah. But after it's done, it was done. And when we questioned them and sent them an email, they sent us back an email that said once it's dismissed, you can never rate them again. Okay. So uh, we tried to write one the other day to see if that was really the case, and we could not rate them on another transaction. Okay. So well, we'll try it. I'll try it again later. But and see. Well, I I have a I have a I've, my intuition tells me there'll be fo like more follow up, and cool. maybe you know maybe there's an opportunity here for another feedback meeting. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm we really should with it. camera one. We should really get back to where we were. Um not with everything in life, but some things. And it seems like a year ago we had a pretty good line of communication open and um I th I feel like we're we're headed in the right direction again. So, let's keep doing that. Let's keep talking. Okay, now for our favorite part of the show. <laughs> Grab a mask and jump right in because you can do whatever you want. That's not right. Jay, you can't. Um, Alright, so. Now, I, I, this might be misplaced, but this was, a, I got an email. And looking for a quote, I sent them over to you. I'm, I'm going to say you never heard from a Toyota Sienna Atlanta, Georgia guy. Um, actually, I moved that vehicle. Get out of town. You did? I did. I was wondering where you from. Oh, my so God. <laughs> I can't believe it. Wow. Yes, I did. I moved that, uh, I think, on Monday or Tuesday, actually. So, you know what's interesting? You know what caught my attention was it's it's just a Moultrie to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. How far is yeah. that? It's not very far, but Moultrie is just off the beaten path. That's the problem. It's going to take somebody coming from Florida, basically, to pick that up because you're wow. not just in Moultrie. Oh. You know what I mean? Southern Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. It, it, everything, it, it's a run and drive and everything was okay? Was yeah, it residents? I think, I think we, we charged them 350 I think that's what it was. Right. Yeah. That's good. 
Yeah, and they oh, picked it up really and delivered the same day because, it, like I said, it's not very far. It's just it's not on the beaten path. So when stuff's like in BFE, you know, we got to charge appropriately to get it moved. But it moved. Oh right yeah. Away. Well, I mean, this is auto transport. He was a really nice guy. Um, wow. He sent me an email afterwards, and I because I had sent him an email asking him if everything went okay, and he said, "Thank you. It was perfect. I'll call you again for the next one I need moved." Oh, that's so great. Yeah, that's wow. awesome. Wow, good job, Sue. Yeah. Good job, Jay. <laughs> hey, team, it was teamwork. See, if, yep. you, if you email autotransportintel@gmail.com, I will try to dispatch it. Huh? I'm an information <laughs> dispatcher. Okay. <laughs> There's um, my concrete pallets. <laughs> um, hey, so are you doing the pallets next? Yeah, right on that one, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, cut it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, it's too much. Um, yeah. snowbirds. <laughs> one, cause, okay, so I was talking to one of my customers who's in Florida, and she wanted something out of Jersey. I think it was a Hummer H2, and I'm like, you know it's snowbird season, right? And she sent me that. I said, that is the most perfect thing ever. Really and is. if anybody doesn't know what snowbird season is, <laughs> it is when um the, I don't want to say this the wrong way, um yeah. old people move oh, from jersey uh, massachusetts try again. no well, if i said elderly it would have been worse so. can you say mature what is it? there we go what is well, the dei uh, word for older i don't know but older people was better <laughs> okay well anyways so they all move for the winter time they move from jersey massachusetts connecticut new york and minnesota because i have family members who are are older people in Minnesota and they all move to Florida for the winter and then they move back for the summer back to their homes. So that's what we call it snowbird season. Uh, do snowbirds normally, do they have two homes? Yes. They have two homes. They usually do. Yep. And ah, Douglas has saged, which is good because it includes aged. So it's really good. <laughs> um, so you, okay. Yeah. So you've got folks, so you're talking maybe older and wealthier, somewhat, which makes it yeah. a lucrative deal, somewhat. Um, yeah. Not all the time, but, it, you know, think about it Yeah. Um, when you're pricing it. And so they move south. When do they go south? Late September? Um, right now. Yeah, right now. we're moving Early right October. now. It's usually an end of September 1st. From usually through October. And honestly, sometimes it depends on the weather for them, too. If it's nicer up there, they'll stay longer. And Which right now it is warmer, actually. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's not cooled down like it has. Right. Um, and the same thing during the summer. If it's not horribly hot in Florida, they'll stay a little bit longer, too. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's just a regular thing that they do every single year. And unfortunately, yeah. from like over the last 20 years, though, the price of what we used to get to do snowbird season has gone down probably almost, what, 30, 40 percent. I would say, I wow. mean, used to be we would get anywhere between fourteen to fifteen hundred dollars a car to go to Florida. They're down to seven, eight, nine hundred dollars is what wow. they're on. Wow, how right is that? You know, if you can get away with it and everybody follows the lead, that's what happens. Well, One person listed on there. Oh, that's getting moved, so let's market for that too. You know? What yeah, I mean? and the, but then does it actually? You know? Then they yeah, they call have back been. Yeah, they. Oh God! And then the I mean, well, and if that's your money leg, then uh -huh. when they go north, they yeah, you know screwed. they just yeah. kill you. Yeah, because Florida is, sucks unless it is snowbird season, or unfortunately if they have a hurricane. But anyways, um, I mean, those John are the Larrick times. John Larrick says it starts. So maybe it starts mid mid September. Hey, John, how long does it go for? How long do you think it goes for? 
to the end of October? Sometimes into November. I've Whoa. had I've moved them into November too. Um, oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. She's gonna he's gonna send me that here. Yeah. I'm um, and I guess I I guess then maybe somebody would want to know well, how do you get a snowbird contract because. If you get it through a brokerage, right, then they're going to take their cut. Is right. there any way to get a snowbird deal directly with the snowbird? Well, snowbird I think a lot direct? of them that <laughs> I think a lot of them already have their transporter set up, yeah. have been set up with them for years kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. The ones that are hangovers are going to be the ones you see on Central Dispatch and those are the ones that you're not going to get any money off of. And you know, the rule is you cannot solicit these people. Okay, but there is nothing to be said that you can't just hand them your business card when you drop it off and say, you know, here you go and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, you're not solicitation. It that way. You're uh, not saying, hey, call me the next time. You're just saying, if you need anything, here's my phone number. If there's a problem, here's my phone number, you know, that kind of thing. And I just sent you um, Constantine's uh, Infinity Low Pro oh, picture and stuff like that. Oh, so cool. let me Let's know check if you get this it. Out. Okay, so this is. Uh... And we got plenty of that. We know what an ostrich on skis looks like now. By the way, I have no idea how they got that shot. <laughs> I mean, that was a real... That a was a real I think it's a GIF. It's well, I know, a, but that's a real bird, right? Oh, how did they make did it? They oh, well, you know they made that. Oh, okay. That's a made-up one. Um, <laughs> I Oh, man. Jesus. Golly. Sorry, don't open that, that email. Oh, yeah. You, Jay. You're hoping you're seeing an ostrich. Don't click really on that it. banking text. <laughs> um, so this is... Okay, so this is Constantine's Infinity Trailer for Sale? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yep. Did he put any of the info on there? Um... I don't see it, but I'm okay, sharing on. pics. He did yeah. one that he put on Facebook here. Yeah, so he, uh, yeah, he's got it all fixed up. Oh, and there it is in operation. And that is a nice that the Infinity Five. That is a that nice. That is one. like yeah, yeah one of the you best can do trailers so out much. there. Man. Yes, you can. Yeah, are, I mean, I had a couple drivers that had those. Absolutely loved them. You can put pretty much anything on them. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, we used to take three big, huge trucks or, or four smaller trucks and stuff like that. Remember, um, he got out of the business. He went to work for Walmart, but um, it was called Heavenbound. And I used to show you that he was the one that was making so much money during COVID. I mean, we were, what was the most he ever made? Like $12,000 in a week. Oh, man. With that trailer. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Look that's not that. there now. That's a serious <laughs> but, load. Yeah. That's a serious load. It is. Man. Those are huge. Golly. That is. So it's a 2017 GNW 550. He has freshly sanded it down and painted it. It's got 15K dual axles. Um, he's got alcohol rims. We'll polish up to mirror finish if I get a chance. New brakes, winch, factory weak points reinforced. A quarter inch rock slider curb slider on the lower rails welded on. Great for employee drivers that don't give a flip when driving. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the ice caked on it. It's all weather. Yep. And Constantine is from... Um, Colorado? Denver. Yeah, Denver okay. area. Hmm. We move a lot of the Denver um, football team members. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, and that's, look, that's a good picture. Because, you know, we're seeing all kinds of different loads. We yes. saw the five sedans, the uh, sedan SUV mix, the yeah. trucks. We saw the heavy. 
Yeah, this is nice. Yeah, he's got a sweet trailer. Oh, okay, let's see here. Hey, hey, I'm selling my 2017 Infinity GNW 550. Freshly sanded down and painted. Yeah, as you described it. 34K Hitchcrafter Easy Floater, fifth wheel. Oh, and, okay, so... It come, oh, and it comes with the trailer. The Easy Floater Hitch, yeah. Wow. And really, thirty nine 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 nine. That's that's a good deal. I couldn't even tell you what they are brand new anymore. When um, Heavenbound bought his, yeah, it was like fifty six thousand dollars, and it did not have all of that stuff on there. And that was probably four or five years ago, at least five years ago. So we know what they've gone to now. Everything's almost double, you know. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Wow, thanks so much for sharing that. That's great. He's got it all out. Well, so, if anybody's interested, um, shoot me an email and I'll give you to him. So you send that email if you want to learn more about that trailer. Uh, Murphy Auto Transport Services. Oh, call or email Sue again. Here is that information. Oh, and I have a story about Copart. Oh, good because we have a wrecked. No, we have a wrecked 2024 Ford Mustang GT already on sale. They are starting something new where they're selling newer vehicles that are not wrecked. You do not need to make an appointment. Wow. They're in a totally different section. I don't know if there's certain Coparts that are doing it, but where was that one at, Janice? That Copart that had, you didn't need to make an appointment. Florida, yeah. They in Orlando. It's a whole new thing. They're starting something different, people. So. Yeah, they set it up almost like Mannheim. Interesting, isn't that? <laughs> that is interesting. Well, you know what I was going to say? By the way, Roberto is up next, so stick around. We'll be with Roberto here in a few minutes. Uh, I was just saying, I mean, I just saw the other day, I think it was Tuesday, reported that t a Tesla ex-employee, uh, allegedly, uh -huh. has created a wholesale marketplace for used Teslas. My point is this, is that it's going to keep on going. We're going to continue to just see more and more new ways of buying and selling used and new vehicles through companies and entities we didn't see yesterday. Like I heard, an, I heard a radio ad for Auto Trader while I was driving. And I thought, yep. If I worked at Auto Trader, I'd be like, we probably need to increase the marketing budget because competition is going up. There are more and more ways to to sell your car, buy a car, look at cars. It's 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 wild. Which this is an opportunity if you're in auto transport and you're following the news of all these different ways. Just as we talked, you can't solicit an old contract, but you can sure as heck seek job and work relationships with new entities that aren't established. Man, call Copart. Call Copart. Hey, can I haul your cars? I wonder what they'd say. I don't know, actually. Does Copart have an in-house Auto transport division. I've heard they do. I've heard they don't. I don't know. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk brokering. You ready to talk some brokering? Yep. Let's do it. 
Oh, this is how easy it is to be a broker. <laughs> Actually, this is. This is a workflow diagram. First, you get the quote, then you get the order, enrichment, cascade, open market, plane, dispatch, track and track, delivery. Anyways, go ahead, go ahead and take a photo of that, and you're off to the races. No problem. <laughs> um, there are a lot of people searching for freight breaker. Freight what? Freight broker license. How to become a broker? How to become a freight broker? Freight broker school. And what is a freight broker? If you're looking getting to getting into freight brokering and and you're going to pay for some freight broker training, just look around. So are many, many other people too. By the way, there's already thousands of brokers. So is it a great idea? I don't know. If the, if the water park is full of people in inner tubes, should you go to the water park? Well. I'm just asking. I don't, you know. I'm not going. <laughs> Isn't that the most ridiculous picture ever? That's pretty crazy. <laughs> Is that real? It's like the snowbird. Okay, here we go. Camera one. Let's do this. Um, do me a favor, stick around, because right after this, we're going to be live with Roberto. Live with Roberto. We're going to be talking about don't start a freight brokerage. And if you do, watch this first. Stick around, because we'll be right back. Are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verifications of loads where nobody ever answers the phone? Call Murphy Auto Dispatch Services today. Murphy Auto Dispatch Services has over 15 years in the transport industry. We are your office while you are on the road. We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417-273-0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. Murphy Auto Transport Services, that's the voice of Sue. She's my co-host here on Thursdays on Dispatching Live. She's a fully licensed broker, and she wants to help you stay loaded and move cars. Her contact information is in the live chat, so uh, please do let her know. Or send an email, autotransportintel at gmail.com. If you're looking for a quote, I'll send you over to Sue, and she'll, uh, she'll take care of you. Talk to you about, you know, what that's going to look like. All right, here we go. Let's do this. It is now time. We're doing a show about starting a freight brokerage and the thought process of all of that. Roberto, can you see me and hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah, all right. I can. I'll start with that. Hey, yeah. All right. Hey. Hey, Sue. Uh, hey, man. Hey. Uh, listen, Roberto, you, you contacted me. And you, you know, you've got a bit of a background. Why don't you kick things off, introduce yourself, tell us a bit more about what you think we're doing here today. Uh, first of all, it's pretty, pretty exciting to be in the podcast. I've, I was watching it when I first got started learning about auto transport. So, uh, my name is Robert. Um, I started Assure Freight, my own brokerage. Uh, my background was in a. I worked for a few years for a shipper, and then from there, I went to work for a brokerage, and then, uh, you know, events happened where kind of led me to start it, or at least attempt it, and the reason why is because, well, um, I'm trying to minimize my regrets, and 
and this is what I got show for so far. So just want to share that with y'all. So that's pretty much it. What you don't know, what the audience doesn't know, is that you've done a lot of research and you've already shipped cars. I mean, you've got both feet in brokering right now. Am I right? Yeah, I I move loads. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, I I move loads. I I I remember. I don't know. And when I first started learning, I don't know anything about auto transport. It was okay. And when nothing. was that? Can you give us that? When was that? March twenty twenty three. Exactly. You're because you're you are a fast learner. We had we've had a couple conversations, and I will tell. I'll I'll, I'll go to camera one. One of the things that. Robert showed me is that I mean he really he works really hard when he decides to do something he works really hard and I thought this is a good opportunity to put together a show that doesn't sound like very long ago I know this I said this within one year of when I started dispatching I was training dispatchers you don't need 10,000 years to be to understand what this business is about it doesn't take that long if you're working hard all day it doesn't take that long. I think within a month or two of dispatching, I was already producing better numbers than, I don't know, some of the trucks that I was working with. Sue, what do you, what would you add to that? I mean, that's... And I think probably the people in the live chat can agree with this. Yeah, I mean, it does take some time. I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years, and I'm still, you know, we still struggle. You, I, I mean, I know a lot, but... It's still a struggle when there's no loads on the board. And as a broker, I'm not your typical bro broker either, so I can't even compare to what he's doing. And he's out there in the weeds trying to pull people in, I, I, customers that I've had for years. And that's pretty much how I started the brokerage part of it. Um, and I know how hard it is to get new customers and, you know, set them up and price them the right way so that you can keep them. And when you have so much competition out there, they're giving stupid quotes to move something it's very hard very hard to keep those customers and we all know that those quotes that they give these people that are so cheap are never going to happen they're going to call them later on and say hey we can't move this so now we need x amount more money you know that always happens and i i still get it i get people call me every day and i'll give them a quote and you know how i quote <laughs> i usually quote a dollar a mile at least and I do not take the broker fees that most people take because I don't, that's not my main form of income, shall we say. Um, but I know as a broker how much you're going to have to have just to keep your head afloat, let alone your, you know, your bills. So I get that part of it. But when someone undercuts you, like I, I'll give them a quote and they'll undercut me and they'll say, well, we found somebody, I'll tell them a thousand. Well, we found somebody for 600. I'm like, well, that's because you're going to get the call eventually and they're going to say it's not going to move. And you just got to do whatever you feel comfortable with. And cheap does not mean good freight coverage, whatever you want to call it. Does not mean you're going to get a good transporter. And I mean, I, and I still get bad transporters. We had one the other day that was supposed to drop on Sunday, didn't drop till Wednesday. And I'm chewing their asses left and right. And they're like, what's the big deal? And I'm like, it is a big deal. When the customer bought a brand new car and they, they're excited, they want that car. And you show up three days later, it's a huge deal. And you're going to get rated appropriately on central dispatch you know so so good that's good so with more background there uh hey robert do me a favor you put together a little bit of a presentation let's let's fire that up uh -huh. if we can because yep 
this is this presentation is for if you're thinking of starting that I know there's somebody right now getting ready to drop how much is it two three grand for freight broker training oh yeah I think that's what they were listing well, them on there yeah we're not even counting the the bond and the LLC right. and and yeah. the, not even the website See, especially yeah. if you're gonna go auto brokering yep. SEO yep um so it's expensive. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sue, Sue knows she's a veteran. I'm just, uh, I'm just, you know, hitting myself on the concrete. Well, a lot. but also well, you're take you're taking the step out onto the plank to right. talk. I mean, I realize like, listen, making this channel, there's shows that we do that. I know some people don't want us to do that show. Mm-hmm. I know they don't. Actually, I've been told about it. So, but the thing is, but this is news. This is information. This is important. If you're thinking of starting a freight brokerage, think, okay, pay attention to, to what Robert wants to tell you. Well, to be fair, this presentation is not for the veterans. I mean, that's obvious. That's right. This is for news. This is for newbies. Just to, yeah. newbies. Yeah, just, just, just for people to, you know, just to clarify. Um, also, too, I... With any venture, I would say you need to plan and consider everything. So let's get started. So, of course, we went a little bit of my background. I basically started it, no prior knowledge. I just listen to the podcast as much as I can. I, I, you know, we shipped our first car in April. And then now we ship about total 30 vehicles. Uh, we're getting more right now as, as well. And... All my leads are cold calls. All of them. Yeah. All of them. And I'm just getting some. Some. Well, you have to. You. There's no. It doesn't make sense because uh, your margins are going to be eaten. Uh, this is going to the. Your margins yeah. going to be eating from the marketing alone. Yep. So. Uh, do you have any questions, Sue or Jay, on no. that? No, well, so and just to, to clarify, you don't buy leads. Is that what you're saying? Oh no, and is I, I look buying... into it. Yeah, it's I actually I did a lot of research. I did a lot of research, and and basically, um, I was I went. First of all, I'm not bashing any lead providers, but whenever you the last whenever you get a vendor like a transporter or anything like that, and you're trying to establish a relationship, especially getting leads right the last question i was asked like um is there anything else i need to know about you or your business and my personal red flag is um well we're the most honest and trustworthy lead provider and that was about maybe four out of eight providers i call personally four said that and it to be, my gut said, uh, maybe I should just cold call at that point. So, you know, when somebody okay. says you're honest and transparent, <laughs> right, exactly. that's a big red flag. I'm just welcome to McDonald's. Can I maybe help I'm you? Old hey, I'm really honest. Yeah. I want to get an egg McMuffin. Um, I just want to mention this. I know that's Jay. That's totally out of line. I want to say this is that isn't buying leads part of many freight broker course recommendations yeah it, yeah. it is but right. what they don't account for is the cost 
they you know they just say you can make a hundred grand but most people can't even afford of like a four hundred dollar emergency in the united states so like i say in this presentation is for people that need to carefully consider starting any business it's just brokering so back to what i was saying a freight broker is an agency business and what people don't know about agency businesses is that it's very volatile um it's obviously low cost low barrier but like i said people don't you're what you're what you're exchanging for that for that benefit is your time and your commitment and people fail to realize that as soon as you're you're you know as soon as you put your foot off the gas somebody's going to undercut you like we talked about earlier so let's go to point one so like i said competition and low barrier entry so i think mark cuban said if a, a secret that also says people know is if somebody says they can make you rich they're lying to you so you know transportation is one of the few industries that you can offer the same pricing and service as the big dolls like Snyder, uh, Ready Logistics, Automotive. Um, you know, it's a good thing for you to start off, but one of the things that people felt to consider is that you just like, how would I explain it? But there's no exit. It's hard to sell an agency business. If you're gonna start anything in general, What's the point of starting and somebody's going to undercut you? A freight brokerage, agency business? Go I'm going to add this. Check this yeah. out. This is crazy. True statistic. I talked to a guy yesterday, just coincidentally, in North America, in all trucking. So this is freight, auto transport, everything. There's over 24,000 broker MCs registered. That means in in, in transportation there's over 24,000 brokers there's over 375,000 carrier MCs registered those are huge numbers getting back to brokers there are literally thousands of competitors waiting to eat your lunch as you enter the start freight brokering landscape and um you also had a you also had a uh, a, a podcast with the GPS tracking guy, and as of September first, there was six a thousand six hundred new brokerage in this month alone. Wow! This month. So, you know, just I'm gonna the next few slides are gonna just reinforce that. So, on the next one, this is a Google Google search terms for freight brokering. So we have a. Uh, you obviously you see the trend line, United States, Guatemala, this is worldwide. And also have it right here. You can see it, right? Yeah. You see it? It looks, yeah. Okay, so this is a search term this for is freight what, broker. This is, okay. Yeah, this is just this is on YouTube. This is on YouTube. So this is why this is what people are actively searching. As you can see here, I guess this state this was probably the top of the you know, when everybody's making money of COVID. Yeah, COVID, so you can, exactly. Yeah. So you see the countries. You got your Guatemala's interesting, Pakistan. Ironically, Ukraine is one of the lowest ones, even though they're the king of double brokers, which is kind of... It's saturated. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, there's obviously the, you know, your you how know, all is, these terms that people is, search for. How is becoming a freight broker so darn popular? I always ask this question. It's not that it's popular. I just think it's 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 the way how they sell it. It's the the marketing. It's 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 very like you book a truck, you're making money. It's more than that. You're you're. It's almost. I think it's more dangerous in a in a business transaction because you're like stuck in the middle. Your customers not paying, transporter. You know, you got you're like in the worst position in a business transaction. Uh, at least a at least a carrier has a right for payment. That's the whole reason why they have a modal carrier number in the first place. That's why there's a license for freight broken is you're you're you have to pay the you have to pay the carrier. So and then we're going on the next one, which is the worldwide trend for uh just Google searches, freight broker. As you can see, it's just getting higher and higher and last time I checked we're not building stuff in America as much. <laughs> Whoa. So there's not you know not much stuff to transport. Everybody wants to be a freight broker. And and to and also the last thing to clarify as well, if you think like, oh, these are just numbers, these this in the gram scheme thing, this is nothing. Well let's let's do let's do this month right now. So these are the keyword searches. And actually this is like maybe it's not a it's the numbers should be bigger, but this is all the the keywords that are related people are searching for. This month alone is thirty eight thousand people search related to freight brokering. This month. September. 38,000 people searched freight broker how to become and it's how to become right training school freight broker training wow so yeah that's pretty much the the competition i, I don't people i think people severely underestimate that um just I, the, I would opinion. not have known it was anywhere near that much. I wouldn't have known. Well, nobody, th nobody thinks about that. You know, everybody, wow. everybody wants to think that they, they, they could, you know, break into an industry and conquer it. I mean, that's a, you should be positive, of course, but also you have to be, uh, optimistically pessimistic as well. So, and then the, the second point, which I think it's people never consider. Is that that if you start a brokerage, you are the target, and as well as new cares as well. You know, the whole reason why there's a whole industry of double brokers is that because there's new people getting into the industry that have no business of of being there, getting these free training instead of to just get a job. So if, like I said, if you sit down, if you don't, if you if you don't see the fish at the table, you're the fish. So, I mean, most people don't know, and I, especially not on transport. Um, you know, I like this uh, potential ways brokers and carriers can be taken advantage of, right? Okay, misrepresentation of capacity, fake credentials. You know what I was just thinking is, man, if you get in and then you get, let's say, you get targeted by some kind of fraud or scam, I mean, you could be wiped out pretty fast. I mean, yeah, that's. That's the whole, you know, that's honestly, that's why, you know, there's with double brokering, 
I think there's two things to to stop it. Is one is that I think if you're if any transportation company, I think you have to be a U.S. citizen. I strongly think that. And then second, too, they should like the training need like this you know course setting needs needs to stop. I think they should just get a job and get experience, like in the transportation industry. Like, it's it's very rare for some it's very rare for somebody to to you know have a fresh you know easy easy start it's i mean so, training education it, it's, it has its place but it's interesting and you know i'm always for you know freedom of speech is important obviously i need freedom of speech too um but there's a point at where you're selling some kind of training that is leaving stuff out. I don't think they're leaving stuff out. I just think it's it's just part of the industry because you don't have to have any 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 uh, credentials. You can like you can technically be a criminal and start a motor care authority. Like you know you can be you can get out of being a convict. You can start a more character in six months if you get your act together, and it, and it's it's just one of the one of the beauties of of, of transportation and logistics is that is that you have you have the opportunity to if you do a good job to to prosper, but as well you also keep in mind that there's a bunch of bad actors as well. So, I think that's people fail to consider. I just think that a lot of the people that get caught in these scams. Is that they don't have the training and they have and they get excited because think about it you're you're calling like a thousand people you made a thousand calls you're thirsty you're you're very thirsty man like you're in a desert you got one you got one bite in the in the in the in your bait and then you pull in the bait and it's actually a you know an alligator about to eat you in a sense like like I heard what's there's an alligator plenty of stories look like? where yeah what's an alligator look like what can happen? Like, oh, what do you like? Oh, it could be a fraudulent. It could. I, I heard a story, and basically, from what I heard from other from a new broker, is that they haul the they were hauling a high value cargo, right? And she didn't. She didn't. They didn't know any better, and the the cargo just they just stole the cargo. It was a it was a food, but I don't want to be Pacific. But like I said, like you just high end cargo was stolen. I'm, yeah, they're yeah high end cargo was stolen by yes. the carrier by they, who stole it. It could be uh, could be could be the carrier or they, maybe it was double brokered. That that's one of the dangers of double brokering because you're subcontracting. You don't know who is the other party, and right. then once something goes bad, a lot of times they'll cut the communication off. So. That's what I'm saying. If, if, you know, I think if you start a brokerage and you have no experience, you're gonna get your butt chopped off. You're gonna something's gonna happen liability-wise that that, mm -hmm. you know, you're. You That's know, what this that show's about. To consider. This 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 show, is a warning. Right. You can yeah. still go. You can still go pay several grand for freight broker training, but now you know. There are thousands of people looking at it, just as you are, and there's 
a lot of danger you're not aware of. Is that right? And yeah, and shout out to Super Dispatch even in the chat. Oh yeah, I see that. Yeah, shout out Super Dispatch. <laughs> um, but that's that's pretty. Point that's, three. That's you have a thing point, that people. You have a point three also. Point, too. I don't want to make sure we forget. Yeah, that. I do. Yeah, basically sales is a numbers game, and especially, and this is actually an advice for new for new newcomers as well. You're gonna suck at sales. I sucked at sales, and I probably still do. I did about maybe five thousand calls, and what I did is basically I called. So whenever you interview somebody, right, the job that you want, you don't go, you don't do the first round of interviews. You go, get another, you go apply another job that you don't want per se and just you know get the reps in so that's what i did i basically call outside of my my premise of a major city and call around the state just to get the reps in and and if i did got a quote or, or if i you know if i move a car great but i just got the experience there from when i called houston i started getting uh when i called my where i live i started getting uh calls you know started getting customers from that so cold call in any bin. Yeah. If I think any business endeavor you have to call, you have to do about and if, especially in the first year, it doesn't matter. It's trucking, uh, freight brokering, uh, anything in general. You, I think you have to have 10,000 prospecting activities and the majority has to be cold call. And not everybody and people can cold don't call though. Right. It, it's hard. It is hard. I, I, str I, mean, I, I, struggle, I struggle too as well. But I don't think people fail to understand the, the, the sheer amount of work you have to put in for that. Because let's say you do about 2,000 calls. Well, that's not enough data for you to justify if the bin is successful or not. You just have to put in the volume to, to even see if this is a viable business. So I think... Once you get to seven thousand or six thousand mark, you're gonna start getting more. You're gonna get some some business coming in, and the ten thousand marks where you can tell, hey, maybe brokerage not for me, or maybe trucking's not for me. Um, but at that point, you're gonna have solid customers, and those numbers, you're gonna have one good customer at least that cares about you, or you know cool, that. I'm sending it. In a, Sorry. What's up? She she's she's working. She's sorry, always I was working to during the sorry. show. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Sorry. Just, you know, I was like, that's why cool. is she so yeah, quiet? I thought oh, she's got well, she's got a mute button. She, she's actually I, extremely multitasking <laughs> talented. Yes, I'm multitasking all the time. Sorry. <laughs> so these cold call I mean, this is cold calling, it's interesting. I see these, you know, fortune cookie quotes and all this great stuff about success and support and all yeah, yeah. But when it comes time to actually picking up the phone, you know how many people don't pick up the phone? I mean, just pick it up. I know it's not popular. I'm going to camera one. I'm going to say it again. I, I, I see all this. It's nothing wrong with, like, positive philosophy. I'm into it as well. But if you don't actually do the work and it's all positive philosophy, what's the point? If you work in Whoa. sales, pick up the phone and and talk. Who are you calling and why? What are you doing? Right. So I don't mean to sound Jay, frustrated, but it but it does frustrate. Oh yeah, me, yeah. Right. Because and, well, and it's Jay, hard. Also, it's really hard. Yeah. 
also too like what people fail to consider too is that I don't like if you're if you're starting a brokerage and you have um if you don't have a site or you don't have like if you're not proud of what you're selling, like some people don't, you know, put in the back end like I I did this site, this is my website. Uh I did that in a weekend. Uh which is crazy, it? by the way. Yeah, scroll back up. I actually, I think your site is great, um, meaning I can tell you put a lot of work into it. I think it looks pretty professional. It actually surprises me that you did that in a weekend. And I would say that there must be thousands of companies in transportation, if not, we'll go with hundreds just to be safe. There must be hundreds of companies in transportation that could really use a website. Because I think they all should. All, yeah, they all should have one. They, what's they, the, they pur- do. What's they the should. purpose of a website? Tell us that. Why, why have a website? Um. Well, besides, well, first thing, you're, you're, you're. Oh, this, well, this is what I'm learning so far. Um, but what, however, how you answer the phone is the window. How people see see you. Your your first impression. Your second impression is your website. And this is the this is a another way where they can see what you're all about. It's basically like a, 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 a sells you're selling your your business or yourself. But yeah, I knock it down on, on a on a weekend. Uh, just a lot of reading and tutorials. See, uh, I'm getting an idea. What I think you're really doing, you're not talking people out of being a freight broker. This is actually what a freight broker class should look like. Is load up the first 10 minutes with horrible news. It's kind of like when you in 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 a college class and in, in in calculus in college, not everybody's going to get an A. You know why? Cuz they want some people to leave. Not everybody's going to be a NASA scientist. Do you know why? Cuz not everybody can be a NASA scientist. I know that's not a rosy picture. But once you get to NASA and there's rockets in the sky and people can die, they want to make sure you're ready. Yeah. So, pretty much. For everybody that goes to the hotel airport seminar on how to get rich freight brokering, the best way to begin the seminar is with some really bad news. 38,000 search results. You could get scammed. You could get robbed. You can lose your business in a week. Now that half the people left the room, great. Let's move into the training. Yeah, but that's not. They're not going to sell. They're not going to sell all these courses. They're not going to. They're not going to sell their two dollar ticket. You know. Um, no, those guys make some good money if you put in those numbers. I mean, look. Just look at the search results. Just like the. Just look at that. Like. You know, out of one thousand people, let's say they search out of how to become one. I guarantee you, maybe a hundred of them are going to buy a course between ranging between three hundred dollars to a thousand to two to two thousand dollars. That's pretty lucrative. Like, it's probably oh, more lucrative that than is. the actual. Well, you said the actual that, industry. That's right. You were saying <laughs> that you can make more money selling freight broker training classes than actually being a broker. Maybe. I don't know. I I haven't. I don't have a course to sell no i know you don't no i know you don't well that's that's why you're here talking about this 
Um, because if you did, you would be, you know, I don't know, maybe your sales would skyrocket. Maybe Tony Robbins walks around telling people they're losers, and then he builds them back up. I don't know. But he, but the thing too, the, like I said, back to the sales part, what people fail is that they're not, they're not proud of what they have. If you, if you're not proud of what you have with your company, like with your website and all that, how can you really sell yourself? Like really, like people can tell, like, you know, at an instant, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're not confident in your call or not. So. That's Isn't basically that the, the truth? How, okay, how do you teach that? Yeah, how do you teach phone confidence? Wow. Um, man, Whoa. I here's I did it in an unorthodox way. I did it, you know, in the con. I did it through the concrete, you know, pounding the wall, keep calling, which is which is fine. But also, what kind of increased my confidence? It's gonna sound ridiculous, but I actually started learning. How to Western country dance, and I would just go out to these. I would go out to these, and I actually like dancing. I actually, I actually do like it. And there's some attractive, attractive females. Sure. And I'm like, Man. well, I want to, I want to, and then you just people like to dance. You know, you just, yeah, you just like to dance. But like, if you if you go out and it's athletic, that's, you think right? it, it's higher. Yeah, yeah, but that's higher that you think is higher in your mind perceive, and then they say yes, that you're gonna become naturally a closer. So I don't know how you can train that. That's that's kind of like a weird. Okay, weird so way to maybe all right. So it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to figure this out. Maybe getting out of your comfort zone a little. Yeah, but that that's part of. But you still got a cold call. That's like yeah. in the in the that's part in the back end, like in the weekends or, or like you like you still gotta improve your you still gotta improve your sales. You still gotta maybe. learn. What about? You still gotta, like put maybe you can put Rocky on TV and prep and. You know, I I tell you, I, okay, I want to jump in and say this. I, yeah, what were we gonna say? Just just use the phone. Get just your phone. Take, just call. But yeah. sometimes you need to. Okay, so what I think I said in in, dis, in my dispatcher training series is you just want to focus on what is it that you want to do. And uh, as a dispatcher, you want to book a load. As a broker, what do you want to do? What does a broker do when you pick up the phone? What are you trying to do? You're trying to get business, right? Yeah. And you also need to find out who to talk to because not everybody who answers the phone is a decision maker, right? Right, but I I think the the cheat code is just asking. Just asking. And a shout out to uh BGA. I know. He's right. He's on point. Just cold call, pick up the phone and dial and just ask and yeah, you're right, That's but people just don't ask. Manager. People go around it. Yep. Do you need a transfer? People don't service. ask. Nice. Yep, and yes or no, and well, done. I tell you, I think this is another thing people forget is that from day to day, someone could say, I have a transport guy, gal, person, but what about next week? Maybe maybe something happened. Right. That's why you get no today, you get no tomorrow, and then next week, whoa, 10 orders. Wow. Yeah. See you, John. Thanks for tuning in and saying hello. Um, Sue, I've been hogging the microphone. Do you want to add anything? Uh, no, I'm with you guys. You're I mean, yeah. I, I did my whole little spiel in the beginning. So. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> well, when we were talking about how hard this is. I mean, I totally get what he's going through. I can't even imagine doing cold calls like that. 
I'm not that type of person. <laughs> so, I mean, I talk to everybody every day. Don't get me wrong. You know how I am. But I doing a cold call, I don't know if I'm really into that. <laughs> so, I, I can imagine. I, I'm, act, I'm really glad you said that because not everybody is. That's correct. We're not all cut out for the same. I, I cannot be a NASA scientist. Okay? In right. In case anybody <laughs> couldn't tell, I shouldn't work at NASA. Okay. So, but... Uh, we're all good at something. We need to find out what we're good at. And this is also part of, maybe part of the beginning of the freight broker training course is maybe this isn't for you. Right? Maybe yeah. freight, freight, yeah. freight, right? Because what do you think goes into, what will make a good freight broker potential candidate? Somebody good at picking up the phone? Yeah. What else? Marketing, for sure. Marketing is going to be your number one. Selling yourself, mm. selling the company. You don't think so? I think that's you don't get anybody in the I, door. I I think is I think it's cold. I think it's just cold call. If they're good, but that's if, marketing. If good, that your cold calls are marketing. No, mark market marketing is like you're okay. sending blast you're email blasting, and you're converting no. leads. Ah, when this you're is talking good. to somebody, Sales? I, you're I you're selling yourself. But you also got to understand trucking. I mean. Don't you need to really understand what mm -hmm. freight is and why it's moving, right? right? So there's sales, there's marketing. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. I will argue. I will argue, and this is like a this is my <laughs> strong opinion that if, as long as you can get the freight and sales, you can hire somebody that knows how to do it. Well, okay, I'm like, with you on that. But when you're first starting out, you got to be able to do it yourself before you can get to that point, unless you've got a whole bunch of money behind you. Right. Well, right, but like, <laughs> like I said, like that's the whole reason why I made this presentation. It's like, hey guys, like, I, I know I'm sorry when I destroy your dreams, but you're, I don't think you're gonna make it. Like, <laughs> like that. Sorry, sorry to break it to you, but um, you, you know, you gotta like, you're gonna, you're gonna struggle. You're gonna like, you know, you're yeah. gonna hurt your knee a bit. Like, yeah. I don't think people think about that. No. I want to say this. I have seen, heard, and uh met people that do believe if if you can sell something or get a job or a business or a contract you can figure it out afterwards how to fulfill that job yeah. service or contract mm -hmm. getting the deal can often be a bigger part than actually knowing what to do with the deal you're uh, you're 100 percent correct at least for me, I it's I my I have a I have a family of uh, like uh, contractors, uh, you know, trade and tradesmen that does they have their own businesses, and really just getting the the deal matters, and then I think this is what the art of the deal is all about, right? The yeah. art of the deal, yeah. getting the right. deal. True. Anybody can figure out what to do with the deal. It's getting the deal. Right, but like I said, like, you know, you're, you're, what you're determines how you're going to stay long, stay in business is your, is is fulfilling the orders. Well, that's the thing. See, I, don't, I actually, I believe in fulfillment is more important than getting the deal. But in society, if you can get the deal, you can probably figure out how to fulfill. The problem is if your heart's not in fulfillment, over time, you're going to get a deal that you can't fulfill, and there's going to be a problem. Yeah, you're 
that's you're 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 not you're wrong you're not wrong it's i agree i just i i i i i'm i feel like i'm an operations guy i'm not a salesman at all i just think i put my heart in what my, you, you know, just made seven thousand and ten thousand calls of course you're a salesman i mean you, you may not yes, think of yourself no. as what do you a mean salesman, but if you can make that many phone calls Yes. When you talk about calls in the thousands and you're actually serious, you know, there's yeah. a lot of people that'll say, oh, I made calls all day, and they made right. five calls. Right. That's real. Yeah. But you you actually make that many calls. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I I did it, I did about 5,000, to be fair. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, either over, way, that's... 5,000 over what period of time, would you yeah. say? Like... Several months. Uh, I don't know. I mean, can you can you make a hundred calls? A I think day? about seven. No, no, I no, I don't that's think too so. Many. I think, I no, it's not that it's too many. I just don't think like. First of all, I think the bigger question is that, who are you gonna call? Does that make sense? Like, who are you actually gonna call matters. Yeah. I think, yeah. if any advice to give, if any advice, I will do a, a what I call the uh, a wish list, of shippers. Like you make your own list. And you need to have like a big list what you want, you know. Be creative, you know what? Be optimistic. I don't care. It's a list, but you need to like make your own list, of who to call. I think that's like the, like, I think the main the main thing is having a list of people to call and having the service. And you got a business. You got to you got you got your See, business basically. And here's what's happening. So what I'm picturing is this is why I think of like a laboratory. It's funny because I just said I'm not a NASA scientist, but I'm not. But I think of myself as, I think of ATI as a living media laboratory in auto logistics. So I believe in the, the laboratory concept because you need to you need to lock the door, turn off the te television or the PlayStation, right? And focus. What is it that I'm trying to do? And start doing stuff. Don't get back on some social media and, you know, eat another hour. Stay focused. Make meaningful motions to do things. Create files, spreadsheets, concepts to actually do something. And not just talk about it. I think that this is a thing that I see a lot of. I see a lot of talk, talk, talk. But it's the do. That's the hard part. It's a lonely... And the listening. And the lonely, right. I don't do a lot of that. Okay. That's not... <laughs> I do a lot of talk, talk, talk. But my, well, listen, my listening talk, talk, is talk, the greatest talk is, gift. Is, is the do. Well, it is. It's an amazing gift. So... Having said that, I kind of said my piece. We're, we're getting near the end of the show time-wise. But take the microphone back. What have we missed? Or is there something you want to add? Like, what's another thought? It's, you know, it's basically the whole premise of, of, of even doing this is just that whatever you do, take some careful thought. Don't just jump in. If if somebody gives you an idea to you're gonna make a million dollars or a boatload of money, like do some do some due diligence, do some research. Um, you know, just but like I said, people don't, you know, 
their research is just searching on Google. Like a lot of the 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 lucrative stuff is you're learning on your own. And no, nobody's gonna teach you this. Like uh, BJ says, you know, just cold call. I mean, like the secret is just going out there. Like Im- imagine if you make a million cold calls in your lifetime, how wealthy you'd be in a sense. Like it doesn't matter what you sell. Like, like imagine if you do that many calls. I'm not saying don't don't you know don't make that much, but if you like stretch it about forty years. You call, you're, you're, you're going to get wealthy at some point. Here's a crazy like idea. You just gave me a crazy idea. What if you uh-huh. pulled up Central Dispatch and you called every broker that posts a load? What could you say? Let's say you're that a carrier. Post a load? Sure. Let's say you're a carrier. Okay. Sue, do you want to pull, you want to share the screen, Sue? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, let's bring up Central Dispatch. Okay. Join us. We're we're gonna we're gonna finish the show with a. That's why I call it a living laboratory on ATI. Really, this is. Let me just, share. Oh, I can't do that. Oh. Okay. Uh, I can, see if you can do it. Anymore. I'm in okay. here now. So, because okay. like when I started this channel, I mean, I just started going live with ideas I had, and I I really like to continue in that vein. It's not all scripted out. Because life isn't scripted. All right, there's 40,000 loads. Now, if you're a carrier, what if, let's see, make it one size smaller for me. Uh, yeah. That? Uh, yeah, there we go. Now we can see the company. We can see the broker. Right. What would happen if you called that first company posting a load and maybe you're like okay well but jay i'm not moving loads in calgary all right what's your running lane let's say your running lane is what sue what's a running lane um say georgia to louisiana great let's pull that up let's pull up georgia to louisiana i run it quite a bit that's why and this is where what what i'm trying to do right now is take the theory from the last hour and put it into practice of some meaningful do right and okay so we're gonna do we're on central dispatch we're doing atlanta to new orleans all right yep. let's say this is your running lane you've been looking for loads you're going crazy right or whatever maybe you're having a great time maybe we got all kinds of money life is so good but you just for for extra time Okay, what happens if we pick up the phone and call that first company and say, what do we say? Let's say we're a carrier. Roberto, what would we say? Hey, I'm instead of your, your car from Kia to uh, Villa Rica to Louisiana. Is that still available? No, it's not available. Go away. <laughs> it's not available? Then I'm gonna just move on to the next one. Like, see, okay, but, but I, I'm with you. <laughs> but see, I, it's very, oh, it's I, it, it might, it might, it wasn't even that. It's more like, like it doesn't cross my. What crosses my mind is like, okay, I call them. Okay, it's not gonna work. Yeah. Because basically, the way I see, the way I book a, a carrier. Oh, is this available? Well, and I, I know, and, they, and I've switched it around because you're, you're, we're talking, we're bro- doing brokering dispatch. My point is. If you can call, okay, it's not available. Hey, can I? So here, here's why I'm jumping in. Can I give you 
can I give you my number? This is my lane. I run Georgia to Louisiana all the time. Do you have any other loads from Georgia to Louisiana? Yeah. Can I give you then, my company the, information? Right. What? What? Yeah. I would just say, can I be your backup for that lane? Oh, can I be your backup for that lane? I like that. I know you. I know you have your guys. I know you love your transporters. Can I just be a backup? Can sir, I be one of the transporters that you love? I don't know. Can you no, say just that? A, no, just a no. backup. Be just backup. say backup. Because okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. whoa, whoa, yeah, you're, slow. You're, yeah, you can't just jump in the. Yeah, this the isn't country like line that. dancing. I mean, I gotta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, and now go. Let's go to the next one. Call back backlot cars. Right? Is it available? Yeah. No, it's not available. Yeah. Can, well, but can I, okay? Can I be your? What's the phrase? Can I be your? Can I? Backup? Here's my information. Can I be your backup? Yeah, I do that. You do? That's good. I tell them if it falls through. I, if they, if I always tell them if it falls through, please give me a call. I have one spot, two spot, whatever. Here's my information. Can I be your backup? All right, cool. See, and this is where we talk about cold calling scripts. Okay, which there's nothing wrong with that phrase. A cold calling script is the words that you can use if you if your mind goes blank. And actually, in my dispatcher training series, I also gave cold calling scripts. Hey, calling about this was this was step one. When you're brand new and you've never called on a load, and you pick up, the phone is ringing and you're nervous, you got sweat everywhere, and they answer, just say this. Hi, I'm calling about a load on Central. Most brokers will then respond, order ID. Mm -hmm. And then you give yep. them the order ID and you are all you are now in a potential transaction. It's that yep. easy. Okay. Whereas on your on the other side, if you're a broker, I think we said so if you if they if the dealer answers the phone. You could say, "What? What was it? Do you have a transport service?" Oh, yeah. Oh, oh! If they say, "Oh, we already have a transporter," okay, no worries. Can I be your backup, sir? But what was the first Will thing that you said? Let's say they answer the phone. Oh, hey, can I speak to the to the manager? Use car and manager. And they'll say, "Yeah." You're just. I would just say manager. Okay, They're like, I, I just have manager. a quick question. I just have a quick question. And then so let's like, role play. Well, who is right. this lot? Ask. Okay. Ring, ring, ring. Hendrix Automotive. Sure. Hey, uh, this is Robert with a sure freight. Um, can I speak with the manager? I just need a. a I had a quick question. Um. Yeah, he's not here now. What do you need? Well, I I, I help dealerships move cars, and so I want to see if I can have a minute of his time. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No. Okay. Alright, yeah. You know, he's standing right here. I just lied. Hold on. Okay, manager gets the phone. Hi, yeah. What? Hey, this is Robert. Nice to meet you. Um, you know, I'll be quick. I know you're, you're a busy guy, busy gal, but um, do you have... I ship cars. Do you need help with that? Hmm. Okay, I see where we're going. I'm breaking the role play. Okay, right. So you got to the decision maker and you stated that you ship cars. And now it could go any number mm -hmm. of directions. But let's say it goes yeah. south, you can say, I understand, can I be your backup? Something like that. 
Or they'll say, oh, we only get stuff locally. We source our vehicles locally. Okay, awesome. I'm glad to hear. And then, and then you say, and then you say, okay, whenever you take the leap of faith and buy a car outside of your outside of the city, I want to be your guy. Ooh, Here's my now you're in a conversation. Well, this is what's interesting, and this is why I've contended all these years in these different programs. The more we understand about their business, like. You could say, well, I'm a carrier. I'm really not interested in dealer business. But if you understand what the dealer's dealing with, the dealer says, man, I got an electricity bill. I got floor planning. I've already got tons of recon problems. Also, too, I don't like, I call all these dealerships, and I probably know more about dealerships than I know about fake brokering at this point. Like, I can empathize with the dealer. Like, if, like, um, a lot of dealerships, a lot of small ones, they, they don't want to get scammed. So you got to also like kind of understand like, hey, I even say, hey, I help a customer. He bought a car. Uh, turns out it wasn't what they showed in Mannheim. And, you know, he had a, you know, he, he, he had a tough time, but we got the car move at a, at a good rate because it, it wasn't working. It was show, It was posted as. It, it was showed it was running. So. Ooh, BGA says, they say, we have our own drivers, we send them to the auctions. Oh, that's, oh, how do I respond to that? Sure. Um, I said, okay. See, I would just call, I would just call in a month. Hey, just checking in. Because the thing is, they, you know, Ooh, I, now you that, know well, something. It's true. Yeah. You call back in a month. You now know something. Yeah. How do you do make notes? How do you keep track of this stuff? Me? Yeah. Um. I had a, I had a CRM. I just think a pen and paper. It's pen and paper. Okay. Um, I'm going to say I don't like BG... pen and paper because I can't keep track of all my stacks. So I keep sure. folders but, and files and but to be, spreadsheets. Jay, to be fair, you're yeah. I look at it as like you're you have you're starting from scratch. Uh, a okay. freight brokerage. Okay. Yeah. BJ's got Excel. But I, I hear you. Okay, so when you start, let's say it's let's say it's day three. Day one I was at the hotel airport seminar. Day two, I wrote the check and realized, oh man, I gotta start making money now. Day three, freight brokerage, first week. I just called a dealer, and they said we have our own drivers, and we sent them to the auctions, and I'm ready to start making notes. So, what? You know, okay, so here we go. I'm, I'm, I write the phone number that I called. I write the dealership. Yeah. I write the name of the person. Mm -hmm. I write the date that I called, and I write, they said they have their own drivers, and they send them to the auctions. Before I get off the phone... Can I say something stupid like what auctions? Yeah. The more questions, the better. Open-ended is uh, the key. Be as open-ended as possible with your questions. Um, yeah, but what if they think I'm stupid then? They think you're stupid? Yeah, what if I say that's something the, stupid? That's, what if I say something that's, stupid and then they think I'm that's stupid fine. and now I'll never get their business? 
you're gonna get their business if you work hard if you keep if you keep if you keep bugging them you're gonna get their business if you call the 15 time or the 20 time they're just gonna give it to you they're just tired of you i seen that i seen it happen i knew i seen it happen from other reps i'm like oh my god like how can you like 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 they will it's it's not it's not the most charismatic it's the most persistent if if you think about it like that's how some marriages are in some sense if you pay attention to relationships it's there's always one party one one gender that's always like consistent like you know not being charismatic but just being picky persistent it's persistent that's really the key no they will tell you where that they get awesome. their cars they will tell you no they will so yeah, they will, will, a lot right, of times yeah, they will so sometimes they do is if it's like a, a big dealership they won't there will be kind of you know it depends on the right person but yeah i mean it's really persistent that's all it is but like i said i don't think it's, it's this is for like the the inexperienced newbie this is not for uh you know bga <laughs> i appreciate that he's in the in the yeah, live chat really cool he's giving us some, some dropping some good nuggets over there the, the live chatter of the day. Really appreciate it. Here's what I want to do. We're, all, we're pretty much at the end of our show, so I have an idea. I, I, I would like to get a follow-up from you at some time in the future. Um, I don't know when, you know? What, what, when I said that, what, what came to your mind when I said that? In the future? Yeah. Man, I'm barely thinking next week or the next day. I mean, I'm just, just <laughs> well, like well, you are. Here's what I want to do. Okay, so I want to bring you back. I think December. I've I'm already I'm almost booked out into. I'm right now. I'm booking the end of November um, because that's the what. So what's happening here on ATI is we're we're focusing on Tuesdays and Thursdays now, and I'm really working to stay booked ahead and so I can and get ready for each show. I want to book you. I want to bring you back in December. Can we do that? Imagine uh, what will happen between now and then, right? I, I I really don't know. Yeah. All right. Maybe so, maybe I listen to my own. Maybe I listen to my own advice. <laughs> well, no. Um, see, as a you, joke, I think you have a lot to share. <laughs> well, so this is what's interesting. By the time November rolls around, that'll be really interesting to do a follow up. And if it doesn't work out, we don't. You know, that's fine. But let's try to do a follow-up with you in December, okay? Because that's, as Dallas pointed out, uh, listening, coming to play, speaking, great show, valuable takeaways. I know I read a lot of those words out of order, but I do think this was a really interesting show today. I think that I think that there were some hard punches, but there was also some really honest information and... That's what makes a great show. Some people will say podcast, whatever they call it. I don't even know anymore what people call shows because I still think of I still think of it as television. But uh, this was a really interesting show. Um, well, like I said, uh, thank you guys. I thank you, Sue. Thank you, Jay. No problem. Uh, thank you. For Thank you for the whole chat, and like I said, I, I'm grateful. I appreciate it, and and shout out to Super Dispatch. They're good people. 
I, I, I love Super Dispatch. So, yeah. Well, that was awesome. That was really awesome. Um, okay. In the meantime, so, if, hey, if anybody wants to follow up with you, maybe if they have a question, can they email you or anything? Or do you have a... Yeah, yeah, they can email. All right. What's it? What's an email address? Is there like a general email inbox? Our, our Floris, the one that I we're in communication. Our Floris at is it Assure Freight? Assure, Assure dash Freight. Yeah. Dot com. Yep. R so R F L O R E S at Assure hyphen Freight dot com. If you got a question for Roberto, um, we realize again that you know. I appreciate you coming on the show today. You know, we, we've talked a couple times. We weren't exactly sure what we were going to do, but we knew it would be... This is, you know, this is kind of tough stuff. But this is what I think. This is the kind of stuff people really want to know. Well, this is just for me as well. Like, you know, this is just to, you know... It's, it's a learning experience as well, but also just to, you know, have it on recording. You know, that's right. Just for me to evaluate it, yeah. It's part of the archive now, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a living library. I mean, think of you know somebody was saying to me, you know, I mean, I I don't even know how many hours of me talking there is. There's no going back. Jay, I listened for hours of you, and I thought like you're my friend, even though we never spoke. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Well, and at the same time, I mean, I think you said, I mean, once we did start talking, it's not like I I didn't flip a switch. I am who I am. And I think in some sense, we all are who we are. And it's that, that we, it's that, that we want to get to know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Awesome. Um, Well, Roberto... Applause button. Thank you so much. Great job today. I'm going to let you go, and then Sue and I are going to wrap out the show. So, okay. TBD, Thanks, part two. Do I just leave? I'm going to, I'm going to let you leave. What yeah, exactly. Do I just leave? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kick you out of the Zoom room. I'm going to put you back in the waiting room, and then um, just keep me posted, and I'll put you down for some kind of December, and we'll follow up again in November. But keep me posted. Let me That's know how, it's, how things are going, Okay. For and sure. Remember to like and share. This is an incredible conversation. And subscribe. And subscribe. There you Thanks go. So there you go. <laughs> Just got it. All right, Roberto. Here comes the waiting room. I'll see you later, buddy. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Wow. Um. I really think, uh, and you know, I, you know what I thought was interesting. Go ahead and pull. pull do me a favor. Pull up the uh, load board stuff again. I think it's interesting to, and this is kind of what, you know, this is what I talk about, uh, uh, mobile trade show, bringing a trade show presentation to you live. And this is actually one of the things that happens at trade shows. So even though you're not at a trade show right now, you're just watching ATI. But when you go to trade shows, one of the things that some speakers will do is they're trying to get you to step outside your normal situation and think about theoretical concepts that have to do with your day-to-day business. In fact, a motivational speaker will do that. 
They want to get you out of your pattern for a moment, give you some new ideas, and then put you back in the pattern. And after getting some new thoughts, ideas, hopefully, and putting you back in the pattern of staring at the same load board that you're used to, now with some new ideas, what can you do with some new ideas with your same business pattern? And were there any were there any helpful new ideas? This is where you answer. So oh, were there, I'm supposed to answer? I thought we were asking the other you know, I know, right? It's theoretical. Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, obviously, most people don't think about doing cold calls for sure. Um, the phone number's uh, right there. Isn't that interesting? There are companies yeah. right here and phone numbers right here. Now... I think the difference is, if you're if you're already paying for a monthly subscription, then you have the information. And if you're not paying, you don't have the information. Which is why I've always said, I wish there was some kind of sandbox where, let's say you're researching the business. Would it right. be helpful to cold call some brokers? I mean, I guess you might be wasting their time, but what would a sandbox yeah. look like look like in Auto Trans? I don't know. I mean, you know, my I'm not going to do it, but I mean, anybody wanting to start a business definitely would. I mean, I think you have to do a variation of cold calls, no matter what business you're doing. It may not be called a cold call, but you're out there, you know, prepping your business to get it started. So I think you have to do a certain amount of marketing, and I'm going to call it marketing because that's what I think it is, to get yourself started. I mean, you can what, call it marketing. There's a restaurant, well, you know, there's restaurant, there's, bakery, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're yeah. out there. You're beating the streets to train bring people into your business so either way whether it's a cold call or handing out a you know business card or handing out pastries to get people to come that's what you're doing i think cold calling though is hard (laughs) well cold calling is hard but but so this is actually why sales and marketing are it's a duo sales is yes beating the street but yeah. well, without without a marketing message, what are you saying? What are you? You don't have if without marketing, there is no yeah, yeah. pamphlet. <laughs> You're just talking. <laughs> so marketing helps sales craft the message yeah. to make the sale. Yeah. Um, yep. In handing out pastries, that's right. So Knowledge. let's say if you're a carrier, instead of handing out pastries. Uh, maybe you can take your your truck and trailer down to the auction. Well, you know what I always tell you. Yeah, I always. Well, yeah, and you show them your, show them your equipment. Also, seriously, bring a box of donuts. Who doesn't want donuts? And go around and talk to people. I, I mean, know especially that's salesmen, hard they all love donuts. Yeah. And, and that is that is a what's well, a wild proposition to walk into a dealership with donuts. BJ, you're right. Not sure if calling brokers is helpful. Better to call dealers. Well, gosh. Yeah. I think so too. I mean, you could throw a rock in the dealership, so then yeah. Well, and that's true. But keep in to. mind, some of these brokers want that. They want you to call in and say, "I want you to put me on your list of brokers. They'll give you your chance, your you know your first chance, and you do a great job for them. Then they put you on their list. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea to talk. Now, certain brokers, you know, it's not going to work that way. Montway, yeah. you've got to get set up. Backlots, you have to get set up. Cars well, drive, you got to get set up. You fact, can't just just call them. They're, they're going to, and, they're, and they, they should yeah. tell you that, right? Oh, well, yeah. you need to get set up with us. Yes, they oh, should. 
Okay, yeah. Whether they do or not, who knows? Which, but that's what most of them would say. Well, would which, again, is where if you are calling, again, I you can do a piece of paper, but I would start a folder on a computer with folders within the folder or files or, you know, or a spreadsheet, but make a concerted effort to organize information so you know who you're set up with, who you're calling. To me, everything is spreadsheets in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how I ran my dispatch. That's how, I mean, I had a spreadsheet. Yeah, I had a spreadsheet, uh, and I shared in my dispatcher training course, I had a spreadsheet of the loads I booked and then all the load information, and then the routes, and I knew that if a row was empty, that was a car I needed to book. Mm. But that's... See, I just write everything on a notebook every day. Dude, okay, <laughs> yeah, see, I, I, was, I started that way, and yeah. realized I couldn't, I couldn't tell anymore which cars I called, which ones I booked, it was just too... Oh, but I need a I need computer organization. But everyone, okay. we all work. Everybody's different. different. Yeah, Everybody's absolutely. Different. But organize. However, you organize your information, you have to organize information. True. Unless true. you're like you know and, the mental. And I'll I'll be honest. Since Super Dispatch came into play, that's where we keep our organization. There you go. The and this is why software and technology have been developed, not uh -huh. to irritate you, but help you. Maintain organization, efficiency, and yeah. business. Yeah, exactly. yeah, absolutely. Um, yep. Well, shoot. Once we agree, there's no more show. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> we're done. Um, here's what we're going to do. We're going to wrap it out. Um, I thought that was a really interesting show. Um, this is Don't Start a Brokerage. Please do like, share, tell your friends. Let us know what you thought. Um, leave comments below. You can send me an email, autotransportintel at gmail.com. Do get the podcast, and it is ATI Auto Business. Look for it on your favorite social media. It is the Car Shiva Business Channel. My name is Jay. Sue is my co-host. And um, next Thursday, so because we're back in, I think we're back in the swing of things. Yep. Um, oh, we've got Auto Hauler Exchange next Thursday. Oh, awesome. Okay. They're back, and... Um, we're talking to... Is it Ross? Is that who his name? We're going to talk to Royce. That's Royce, right. Royce. Royce. Okay, I was close. All right. Royce is the CEO, and he's going to be back, and he's going to be answering questions, talking about Auto Hauler Exchange. One of, the, one of the cool things about Auto Hauler Exchange is not only did they seek out participation in ATI, um, but they're very active in the marketplace with... They go to different trade shows... They don't go to all the obvious auto transport trade shows. They go to shows where there's dealers. They go to um, smaller gatherings where it's more one-on-one -on -one networking. And they have they have booths. They've been uh, building their software. They've been building their business. Auto Hauler Exchange has been working really hard to make an impact in auto transport as... A technology that connects carriers directly to shippers yep. which isn't for everybody that's fine they're not trying to change the world but they're offering something new and they're being very intentional about their offering so I'm excited to have them back on Thursday and anybody who has a question is welcome to ask a, the question and we'll, we'll see what happens but that's what we're doing next Thursday so that's pretty cool
So, all right, that's it. We are wrapping up the show. Um, what do we say, Office? What do we say, Office? Goodbye, Sue. <laughs> Goodbye, Sue. Thanks so much, yeah. everybody. Thank Appreciate you, everybody. you. Talk to you soon. Thanks. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye.